Are you not entertained? Thoughts by DeVille Dia, the podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. And this is another episode of Growing Up DeVille. This is the continuation of Gladiator School. Oh, you thought it was over? You thought that one little locker room bro was the extent of my Gladiator career? No. Now, for all the sensitive people out there, no, by no means is DeVille D.I. advocating violence, especially amongst youth. But... Something you have to understand. When you're growing up in South Georgia, your recreational options are very limited. So, two things that we uh, became very good at down there was fighting and playing football. That was pretty much all we that was pretty much all we had to do. So, let's get into it. Gladiator School. Continue. Now, for those of y'all that stay up with the show, then you heard my last week's episode of my little rumble in the locker room. So, that was the first time I had ever gotten into an altercation at school, but it definitely wasn't the last. Uh, I used to roam with a crew of guys. There were probably five or six of us all living in the same neighborhood. We walked to school together. We walked home together. We hung out in the neighborhood together. These were my buddies. So, one day... While walking down the hall, uh, one of my buddies approached me, and he tells me that this guy that we also know from the neighborhood, he was um, he was one of the few non-people of color in our neighborhood. He was a white kid, country white kid, you know, the kind that like to wear, to wear those hunting boots and the fishing hats with the, with the fishing hook in them and all. He was, he was a good old boy, but he was cool. We was cool. We was all cool. I mean, we didn't really hang together. We hung together at times. Like, we might get a football game going, and they'd come down and play with us or something like that. And one of the guys that he really hung with, one of his real friends was one of my friends, uh, a kid who stayed on the corner. And, you know, every once in a he would rarely come outside, but every once in a while I'd go down there, and I'd see these guys hanging out. But either way, one of my buddies, he comes up to me. We'll call him T. T comes up to me and he says, hey, you know, uh, so-and-so tried to fight the other homie today. And I'm like, what? Now, this kid that we're going to, that he was trying to fight, we would call him Lil Bro. Now, Lil Bro was probably five foot, five one, ninety-five pounds if he weighed that much. Little guy. And this guy who was starting trouble with him, he was, he was, I was probably at the time around five seven, five eight. He was taller than me. Solid kid. So we're like, really? He's gonna, he's trying to fight little bro? Because little bro didn't bother nobody. He was one of those uh, cool kids. He used to, he was walking around elementary school with like three, four gold chains on. Always had the freshest clothes. Always had a haircut. All those, you know, he was one of the well-to-do kids in the neighborhood one of the fresh kids in the neighborhood 
He didn't bother nobody. So we was like, all right, we're going to handle that. So, of course, initially the plan was we're going to catch this guy walking home from school. And we're going to jump him. But we're going to disguise it as a one-on-one fight. So, so that afternoon, we're walking home. We see the guy. And we start engaging him. We're talking to him. But we have enough sense to wait until we're off school property. And we cross the street over into this wooded area. And so now we're discussing this. So the guy, he's like, look, <clears throat> I wasn't trying to fight Lil Bro. I was just messing with him. It wasn't, you know, we're all cool. We all stay in the same neighborhood. I thought we were buddies. Now, this was a way for us to get out of this whole situation. But, of course, we couldn't take that way out because we're young. We're teenagers. We're full of testosterone. So, there's no way we can take a completely reasonable answer as the uh, resolution to the problem. So, somebody gets the bright idea and says, so, if you won't fight little bro, then who will you fight? Fight K. So, <laughs> now, K was a big guy. K was like 200 pounds. He was fat. But he was like 200 pounds. And he, deep down inside, we were all hoping that he'd fight K. Because this dude had a lot of fighting experience. He had been fighting for since elementary. And he hit real hard. So, we were all hoping that he'd take that fight. But, no, he says he's too small, too. Because K was short. So, we like, oh, man. Now, We've got so many opportunities to walk away from the situation, but we're not. So then somebody's like, well, why don't you fight him? And they look at everybody looks at me. That's that Western cowboy music, right? It ain't going to get no better, man. So enjoy it. Everybody looks at me. Now I'm on the spot. And he said, looks at me. He says, okay. Cool. I'll fight him. Now, at this moment, I should have knew that we fucked up because this guy was way too calm and cool collected about it. He was just, it was like we were setting up an MMA match or something. He was just too ready and willing to accept this fight like it was nothing. Yeah, I'll fight him. But here goes my stupid ass. Oh, God, I got to fight this guy now. Now, I'm goofy. So, I'm trying to figure out how... What is my point of attack on this guy? Because he's bigger than me. And he's solid, solid country boy. And I'm trying to figure out, what, how do I get in? What, you know, what's the move should I make first? Because if you recall, the last time I tried to get that first punch in, I got the first punch in, but it didn't work too well. I thought bad guys fail when you hit them. Because that's what happens in the movies. So, I say, you know what? I'm going to steal on him. Yeah, that's right. I got no shame in my game. Your boy DeVille D.I. decided to steal him. Now, if you don't know what stealing on somebody is, you may not be from the urban community. You may not be familiar with urban vernacular. To steal on somebody is basically a sucker punch. To hit them without them knowing that you were getting ready to hit them. This is not a square up situation. Now, DeVille has always taken the stance that they're, the only sucker punch is when there's no altercation, there's no words being exchanged, and you just walk up and snuff somebody without them even knowing you had a problem with them. To me, 
that's a sucker punch. But when you have established that a fight is about to happen, from that moment on, you should be protecting yourself. That's what DeVille thinks. So he, we stood there. We came to the agreement that we were going to fight. So at that moment, in my head, the bell had rung. So he should have been protecting himself from that point <laughs> from that point forward. So did I feel bad about stealing on him? No. But I knew that I was intentionally going to try to hit him without him being prepared for my hit. Now, what I learned last time is that one hit or quitter that you see on TV a lot of times is a lot less effective in real life. So DeVille comes up with this brilliant scheme. The two-piece. The two-piece, that's like on Tuesday, if you go to Church's Chicken for $1.29, you get a leg and a thigh. No biscuit, just in the box, just leg and thigh, just in the box. That's what I was going to give him, a smooth two-piece with no drink, no biscuit, or nothing. <laughs> so, I was like, okay. I'm over here. I'm getting myself together. I'm getting myself loose, and I'm talking my trash. I'm talking my talk, and then I see my opening. My opening was when he took his eyes off me for a second. He was not protecting himself. Somebody said something, and he turned his head to look at them. And at that time, I decided to fire off. Bim, bim. It was good. It was quick. It was solid. Connected with both of them. And at that moment, I knew I fucked up. Because when I stole it off on him with that smooth two-piece, no biscuit, no drink, he, he took a couple steps back and kind of shook it off. You know, he was a little dazed. And at that moment, I should have pursued, I should have pushed on him. I should have pushed to attack, but I didn't. And he took like two steps back, shook his head, and came straight forward after me to find out what happens on next episode of dragon ball z <laughs> we're gonna take a little break man we get right back at it man so the guy's coming straight at me he's trying to grab me so i'm in full fight or flight mode and since flight is not an option i start taking off i'm spamming punches <laughs> Some of these punches are landing. Some of them are just creating wind. But he's coming at me. And I'm trying to back up. I'm trying to, you know, sidestep. And I'm just spamming punches. <laughs> he gets a hold of me. Which I knew would turn out bad for me. Because I am not a wrestler. I have never been too good at wrestling. You know, even though I was strong, I wasn't. Wrestling just kind of wasn't my thing. Because I grew up with women, so I didn't do a lot of wrestling. And even in the neighborhood when we play fault, it was mostly slap boxing and stuff like that. Or we have the boxing gloves. But the boxing gloves came later. But it was all about the hands. <laughs> in the neighborhood, it was all about who had hands. Wrestling wasn't like the thing to do. So he grabs me by my head and pulls me into a headlock. Now, even though DeVille is not a good wrestler there's one move that i have in my bag of trips the scoop you don't know what a scoop is relax i'm gonna tell you a scoop is kind of like a spear but 
instead of using you're not trying to use your force to just run through the guy you want to use your momentum your body weight and everything to get him off balance off of their feet and basically dump them on their back it's a scoop you scoop them up you dump them it's basically a proper form football tackle because i played football it's very effective so i'm thinking okay scooping so i go to scoop him i go to scoop him i go to scoop him and he doesn't budge you know why i have no momentum in order to pull off a successful scoop you need momentum and i have no momentum so he has me in his headlock and he's punching me in my side and i'm throwing little blows trying to hit him in his side just trying to do something like I'm in uh, MMA, you know, I'm trying to do something just to make it look like I'm still in this fight. But clearly, I've been outclassed, outclassed at this point. So, I started thinking all types of thoughts. I said, I'm feeling like one of those BET movies. Yeah, that's me, DeVille. I bet you're wondering how I got myself into this. It all started earlier today at lunch. And then I think, wait a minute, weren't we supposed to be jumping this guy? Where the hell is everybody <laughs> But, so, I'm trying to figure out how to get out of his headlock. And all of a sudden, I see my best friend. dun dun dun, dun. D. He jumps out. Gathers himself. Plants both his feet behind this guy. Cocks all the way back with his right hand. And, pow, fires off one into the back of his head. I can see this whole thing happening. And the guy just kind of looked back. He didn't stumble or anything. He just looked back. This was like the Avengers fighting Thanos. If you remember when like Spider-Man, when, when Iron Man was fighting Thanos and he was doing all this extra stuff and it just, <laughs> it was just pointless. That's how, how it was us fighting this guy. And D was the only one that <laughs> decided to help me. So he fires off on him. Bow! And the guy doesn't move. He just looks back. But... And looking back, he gave me just enough leeway to do what? Momentum. And I scooped him. Boom. Get on top of him. Now I'm scanning groceries. Bing, 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 bing. Then all of a sudden I hear, hey, hey, yo, cut it out. I look up and I see a sheriff is coming our way. And so, but we're wrestling now because he's trying to, he's not just laying there letting me scan off on him. He's trying to get up. So he's getting up and I'm trying to wrestle. I'm trying to keep him down because I know if he gets up, I can't handle him. So I'm trying to keep him down. And the guy, uh, you know, next thing you know, he's like right there on top of us. He's like three, four feet away from us. I said, stop. And this guy let me go and stood straight up. Now, this isn't the classiest move that I <laughs> ever pulled off. But as I can say, as I say, I'm from the hood. We lived by a different set of rules and regulations. And in my head, the fight was still on. Because no one was no <laughs> no one has conceded and we are both still breathing. The challenge still goes. So he stands straight up. And I look up and I do a Hadouken bow right up into his chin. I fire off on him one more time right there in front of the sheriff. And the guy, he stumbles back. He almost falls this time. And then he looks at me and says, 
I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you better believe it. You feel every piece of that I duking up a cut. But um, so then the sheriff he's talking to us and asking us, you know, he's having one of those big brother moments. He's asking us what what's going on, why are we out here fighting, and we we for some reason we actually took the time to explain to him what was going on. And he did. He he was he didn't go all you know. I'm the law on us. He did the whole big bro thing and talked to us and explained to us you know how we need to get along. We're all from the same neighborhood. We're sounds like we're friends. You know, friends have misunderstandings. We need to get past that and so on and so forth. And he told us to shake hands. Now, me wanting to be a tough guy and in front of my friends. They're all standing around kind of watching me because they weren't involved in this at this point because when the sheriff pulled up, they was just standing around. So the sheriff's talking to me and the guy I was fighting and everybody else is just standing there. And so he tells us, you know, you guys need to go ahead and shake hands and be done with this. And I can hear uh, some of the guys I was with in the background. Oh, fuck that dude. And I'm like, damn. What do I do? But there was a part of me that knew the guy was right. There's a part of me that knew we shouldn't have been fighting in the first place. Even though we agreed to have this fight. So I shook his hand. And he was like, so we cool now? I'm like, yeah, man, we cool. Problem solved. And that was it. And after that, we all walked home together. Now, there were certain people who were with us who took exception to it, and they didn't like the fact that I shook his hand and that we were all being buddy-buddy again. But at the end of the day, that was one of those life lessons that we learned as men. We had a problem. We addressed it. We maybe didn't address it in the right way, but we addressed it. We got it off our chest. And once it was all said and done, we shook hands like men and let the issue go and walked home together. That was a valuable life lesson for you, boy, David. Some things aren't worth fighting for. Some things are. But once the issue is resolved, let that issue be resolved and move forward. There's no need to walk around with malice in your heart towards somebody else you know what I mean about a small situation because that's what it was it was a small situation he disrespected my friend my friend felt disrespected he felt threatened us as his friends stood up for him and um, at the end of the day resolved the issue between uh, you know the two groups of friends and like I said, we may not have did it in the best way, but it was still commendable. There are a grown men that can't hash out their problems and get a good knockdown drag out and then shake hands and say, okay, it's over now. We, we, we good. We squared away. We got it off our chest. But we was able to do that. As teenagers, that was a life lesson to me. There's no permanent friends or enemies out here in this world. You kind of got to take it day by day. And do what's best for you and yours. And then keep it moving. 
Thank y'all for tuning in to the Ville DI. Thoughts by the Ville DI. Growing up, the Ville DI. Gladiator School. The saga continues. Come back next Saturday for another episode of Growing Up, the Ville DI. Uh, definitely come back Monday for that morning discipline. And Wednesday, we have what seems to be, um, well, it may be the final episode. I'm not sure of the Hearts of Men series. It might be, it might not, because I do have one topic that somebody was asking me to speak on, and I don't know if I want to combine the two topics into one or just do two separate episodes. So I'll figure that out sometime during this week. But make sure you come back because there will be a Hearts of Men episode up Wednesday. I'm out of here, man. Peace.